Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Together. You guys do that so well. I think you guys practice sometimes. We're good at cursing. Yeah. And I do that a lot. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I read that book, that book you got me. Oh, the the one I got you in C-Cloud? Yeah, the doo-doo book. Yeah. I read it while I doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I read it. You, what? It's an easy read. I enjoy it. <laughs> it it's got to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's just, it called? It's just about doo-doo. I don't then it has to be easy. To be honest. Um, I'd have to look it up. All right. I have to find that. Well, let me know when you got it. Will yeah. do. Oh, something else you can look up, the name of the special. Oh, I know that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So, whew, um, so here goes. Uh, so for the audience at home, we've been doing this podcast now for, for almost a year now, and we've had some, some great times uh, starting off with uh, myself, Christian, Cloud, and Kyle Reed uh, in the family. Then uh, Robin Olson came on board, and then uh, Sam and Ang T, our sound guy, and uh, I'm at the butt of the watch. So Amit is not in the studio today. Um, his mother uh, unfortunately passed away over this weekend. And when my mom uh, passed away about three years ago, one of the people who really stepped up was Amit's mom. And she even called me her son. And um, what we're here to do, I think, is something special. Um, and this is just me coming, you know, speaking from the heart, not thinking about anything. It's just me kind of talking out loud uh, about my feelings. What we're trying to do with this podcast is something special. We're trying to touch people's lives. And every now and then we get a reminder of just how important that is, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we come up, we do a lot that, that you guys as the audience don't see. We're constantly working on this podcast, improving it. And if you've been listening to it for a while now, you've noticed the differences, not not just in our sound, but our, our web presence, our, our social marketing presence, just the product itself has, has matured. And I, from my heart, if I can say, if, if you're listening to this podcast and if you've listened to a couple episodes, I really appreciate that. But what I would appreciate more is just action. I want everyone to have the best life possible. And, and I think we all feel that way. Life is precious. We don't know what time we've got. And we don't know how many lives we can touch with our life. And Amit's mom touched a lot of lives. Um, you know, not just the friends that Amit had, but the family and, and just her support. Uh, her smile was definitely super infectious. Always had that smile going on and, and uh, I'll miss seeing that. So I'd like to dedicate today's episode to, to her. And again, just from the bottom of my heart, folks, please just make your life an amazing one to remember. And, and what that means is stepping out of your comfort zone. The more you step out of your comfort zone, 
the better life you're going to have. You're going to look back and not have any regrets. But the more you stay in your comfort zone, it's going to affect you today because it's comfortable today. But what, it's, what is it going to lead? It's going to lead to a life of regrets. So that's it, fellas. Mm. No, that's good. That's good. Nice. What's, you had mentioned one thing you, you remembered it when Amit's mom really kind of stepped up and was there for you to help fill the void that you had mm-hmm. when, when you lost your mother. What's something else, and you, her smile, that you remember? I never got a chance to meet Amit's mom. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. What, what What is a good fond memory that you would have? Like something just <laughs> awesome. I, I know you're thinking one right now. So... <laughs> Let's let's show I know exactly that. what you're doing too. Right away, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man, I still remember this day. So there is this Indian food called golgape. Golgape. And, yeah, and okay. and I don't know how to, it's it's like a little crispy ball. Okay. That you poke a hole into, uh-huh. and then you stuff it with with like potatoes and seasonings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I've heard you guys talk about this before. Yeah, and then you take the whole thing and you dip it into this like spice, not spicy. Yeah, spicy, um, sour type of water. Okay. And you put the whole thing in your mouth, you bite it, it just explodes with juice and flavor. <laughs> oh, yeah? I love it. Like, my mouth is salivating just talking about <laughs> spicy, sour water. Oh, man, it's so good. Okay, Golgope. How do I, how do I spell this? Um, with a G. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. That's, just put G. I got that much. Yeah. Yeah. G-U-Gope. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me explain. So gol, so it's called a golgappa. Golgappa. And gol just means round, so that that Got might it. help you spell it better. Got it. What is thanks? <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> I love this. So what's the second half mean then? Golgappa? Uh, go, yeah. It means explosion in your Who mouth. Knows? Maybe. <laughs> I guess so. Ball explosion in, in your, your mouth. mouth, baby. Delicious. Wow. No. Okay, now we're getting off track. But yeah. no, 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 seriously. What do you mean we? Ahead. So you. So she knew she knows that I love these, right? Like this is like my favorite Indian right. snack. Yeah, yeah. So she invites me over one time, and uh, so it's myself, Amit, and our and our friend Ronnie just sitting in the in the dining room just eating. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of an Indian culture thing to where they will overfeed you if you're a guest. It's like any Asian culture. Oh, yeah, for man. the most part, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm begging with her. I'm like, except for Americans. Yeah, we're here. That you're like, I'm you're done. They're like, okay, cool. Well, because in America, they already give you enough food. You don't have to ask for any more yeah. big portions. Yeah, you go to Texas. But it's not so much that they, that you're still hungry. It's, it's more of out of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't prepare food in America. You get at McDonald's. Right, <laughs> and it's good. Extra large <laughs> fries. And so, um, so she made this for me, and and I'm just so stuffed right now, and I'm begging her. I'm like, I'm like, Auntie, please, like, I'm just. From the, I'm like, I'm telling you, I, I love what you're doing. I appreciate it. And I know you want me to smile and stuff, but I'm telling you, I just cannot do it. And then she just looks at me and just smiles and says, okay, just eat five more. <laughs> and so like regretfully, I'm like, I'm eating these. And I'm just looking at Amit the whole time. I'm like, dude, like you got to help me out here. And he's just laughing and Ronnie's <laughs> laughing <laughs> because they eat a lot. So mm-hmm. Ronnie and Amit are just like, they're like eating everything. And I'm just like dying here. Yeah. So then finally I finished my five and she's like, oh, good. You you had room. Here's five more. Uh, oh, so Lord. finally, like I, I was able to get rid of those five. Like I told her, I was like, look, just 
cannot do it. I'm calling a, a, a veto here. Like, the yeah. <laughs> so she's like, okay, okay, that's fine, you know. And and Ahmed stepped up, and he was like, no, mom, like he's he's good. And then she comes out, and she's like, okay, have some prashad. And what that is <laughs> is that's like a blessing from God. Mm-hmm. You can't say no. No. Because it's Not like that point. blessings yeah. from God, you know? And then it's just, I'm just like, why is she doing this to me? And she didn't just give me a small portion. She gave me a big portion. Oh, of course. And so I waddle my because way to my car. she doesn't just love you a little bit. It's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I waddle myself to my car, and I'm just like, oh, I feel horrible. I came home, and I'm just sitting there, and 10 minutes later, just Puking. exploded all over the place. Just bowing oh. down to the porcelain gods. Oh. Just... All that stuff just came out. A number love, baby. Oh, A number I don't know love if I've out. ever thrown up that hard. And then I told her about it. Yeah. And she just, she like hit me on the shoulder and thought that I was joking around. She's like, oh, quit messing with me. Here, you eat know? some more. Yeah. <laughs> Here's like, five oh. more. <laughs> so that is my, that's my memory of her. So um, this, this Sunday is the, is the, uh, the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at her, I, I view... I view these things a little bit differently, as, as you guys know. Like, even when my mom passed away, you know, yeah. yeah, I didn't cry. It was more of a, you know, let's just take a time out and be thankful for everything. Reflect. And so for me, like, when, I, when I'm when i there and kind of celebrating her life, I'm just going to have a little smile on my face be like, man, I still remember the day she made me throw up. <laughs> Accidentally. Accidentally. But on purpose in a yeah. way. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, just kind of wanted to share that with you guys and, and um, yeah. you know. That's amazing, yeah. man. With the audience members, because I think by now they've gotten to know a lot of us, you know, personally. And yeah. when something like that happens, uh, I, I think it's important to know that we're all going through our own struggles sure. and our battles. And I think what today's topic is about, it really reflected all three of us. So we've got Kareed, Sam T, myself, Rohila in the studio. This topic really, really affected us. So, Kyle, since you said you knew the. Um, the title. Do you want to talk about what we did, and then I'll kind of get into a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's lots of personal development uh, coaches out there, uh, gurus, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we decided to do was we wanted to. There was a Netflix special. Almost everyone's got Netflix. I don't know very many people who don't have Netflix right now. So the Netflix special on there from someone. Some of you may have heard of Tony Robbins. Mm. Anthony Robbins. We'll go with we'll go with Anthony <laughs> Robbins. Uh, and it's titled "I'm Not Your Guru." So we decided that it may be a good episode, or excuse me, it may be a good podcast for us to watch this Netflix special uh, and then come back and talk about what we gathered from it. So we uh, we all went and watched uh, "I'm Not Your Guru." Um, I I watched it like two a couple weeks ago actually now, so it's not as fresh in my head as it probably should be. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of writing things down as I remember them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we wanted to go ahead and sit down and discuss and maybe see what our takes were, what we liked, what we disliked, how you feel about Tony Robbins, maybe how you feel about the documentary, how you feel about his methods. Um, and, and I guess, kind of go from there. It's kind of just loose discussion, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so just, I think it's, it's really important to know where he came from, mm-hmm. from the start of this. So his dad... So he, he's the oldest of three kids, okay. and his dad um, just couldn't support that anymore and, and left. Mm-hmm. And so when when the, he was about seven, his parents divorced, and his mom kind of took a downward spiral 
uh, because of that. Um, several different husbands, um, just nothing really solid. And and I remember him saying that if anything, he was like the most solid entity. Yeah. For her. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so finally, when he was seventeen, his mother chased him out of the house with a knife, mm-hmm. and he never came back. So if you think, you know, how bad we have it, and we come up with our excuses and our reasons why we're not doing certain things, he was seventeen and homeless. What do you yeah, have? Crazy. Yeah. You know, and I and I think that's important to know because we all come up with different reasons why we can't do stuff, right? Like we talked about reasons versus excuses on one of our podcasts. Yeah. But here you are with a guy whose company does over $5 billion a year with all of his ventures. Like that's that's, that's a ridiculous. lot. Ridiculous. Right? And you think about the amount of lives that he's touched. And I think what's really interesting about personal development is I've shared kind of my journey with personal development. You know, for about 10 plus years now, I've been really engaging myself. And I don't listen to music in the car anymore. I'm just always listening to audio CDs on, on personal growth. Or podcasts. Or personal development podcasts. What the hell is an audio CD? (laughs) (laughs) And and what's funny is whenever I would have the windows down Mm. and I'd come to like a a stoplight or something, I would always like hit pause or turn the volume down. Because if you think like just the perception of personal development, what it used to be, right? Yeah. It used to be like people who repeat the same mantra, mantra over and over again. Like, I can do it. I'm confident and people like me, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it, right. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. not like that anymore. I caught Sam doing that the other day. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I was watching a snippet of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. With that's Michael Jordan. That video. And yeah. so, yeah. And gosh, darn it. People like people me. like me. And so now I don't do that anymore because now investing in yourself is mainstream and it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. And especially now that there's a Netflix special about it, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll kind of talk about why uh, in a bit, but uh-huh. I feel like I've done the majority of talking. Yeah, still all the it. thunder, man. Man, you're over here with uh, with a this first book ever. Yeah. What is that? Copyright 1987. It look how different he looks on this. He's not even the same, man. Yeah, we'll post a picture up on, or I'm pretty sure we'll we'll put a link up or something. Yeah, this like is that an amazing book. book. So yeah, so. Tony, if you're listening, you look a little feminine on that cover. <laughs> oh my God, guys! Like we can't call Tony. Yes, Robbins we feminine? can. Yes, we can because oh, he was saying feminine, geez. talking about feminine men on the on the special. Yeah, he said he said it straight up. I'm I'm gonna be whatever, man. I'm gonna be straight up with you. Yeah. So we can be straight up with him. Um, he won't I, hate that. As someone who doesn't have as much experience or history, so I, I'm, I'm familiar with him, but I had I never, know of him. Yep, I had never read any of his That's books. As far as a guy. I had never watched anything. Yep. Never gone to any of his seminars. Um, I really enjoyed it. I I I, th- I like his take. I like his intensity, passion rather. Right. I think anyone who does this has to be passionate about it. Um, but I I think um, I think his intensity is kind of what what draws me to it. Um, I also like his unorthodox language because loved of it colorful language i i guess you could say i'm a fan if you our podcast listeners are well aware of that well well documented <laughs> that i use colorful language from time to time um, taboo yeah and i i appreciate the way that he did it and he he discussed it he brought it up um during the uh, during the special that he doesn't do it just to do it right he right. uses it to make a statement 
Like, and, and I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Right? You, you use it at the right time to really catch someone's attention. You drop an F-bomb, people look. If you just say it all the time, people just think you're an asshole. Yeah. But if you say it intentionally to get a point across, to make someone really stop and say, shit, mm-hmm. what did he just say? The eyes open up a little bit. The yeah. ears perk up. Ears open up, yep. right? Yep. You stop and you smell that rose. If that rose is an F-bomb... But around that F-bomb, you've got some meaningful information that you can take in. That's fantastic, man. I like that shit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I definitely really like the, uh, the doc- you can call it a documentary, right? Yeah. I definitely I like the documentary. documentary. Um, the one thing that I was a little kind of iffy about was, I don't even think it was actually him. It was the way that the, the documentary was filmed. Um, oh, yeah. Do you, it, it's kind of hard to explain. Like it wasn't it, a documentary on Tony Robbins. No, yeah. it was a documentary on other people, which was fine. I found myself wanting to know more about him, though. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, they. It almost left me a little, a little short. You mm-hmm. know, like um, there was one person uh, in. I think it was like day three. It's so Tony Robbins does this thing where it's like a six day. Um, it was called uh, Date with Destiny. Date is, with is Destiny. what the actual seminar is called. The seminar, yeah. Yep. So the seminar is called Date, uh, De- Date with Destiny. And I believe on the third day, they were talking about relationship. And, then, and uh, one of the person, one of the, a person that he went up to and talked about um, fairly shortly before she was talking to a group, they would, you know, break up into groups. And they were talking about um, this girl who had a tendency for thinking about suicidal uh, thoughts, right? And Tony walked up to her and just in you know, straight conversation, not even a minute into the conversation, he broke her down. Yeah. You know, to the point where it started off being lighthearted and it just went from, you know, conversation with Tony to let me tell you my story. And she went through some of the most, like, horrific um, experiences that I've ever heard of, you know. And she was talking about how she was in, um, what was it, a convent or, or something like that. Like, cult. almost a group or a cult. cult. I think she's from Brazil. Yeah, and she, was, of, uh, she was born into it. Mm-hmm. And um, the way that they were talking about embracing love is through sex and, and constantly... Um, giving your love, per se, in parentheses, in ways of sex to people, to other, you know, to men and whatnot. And it broke her life down to the point where her brother was affected by it, her mother was affected by it, and she was so strong to the point where she was actually taking in all of their grief and all of their pain and all of their anger. And it made her almost break herself. So she was on that. She was on that line, you know. She was right. She was about to cross or jump into it. So that was like perfect timing for her to show up and talk to him and try to figure out what was going on. My thing was when it got to that point and it, and and we we saw that story come through. I really wished we had more time to to talk to her and see her. That you was that more was, of her story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where I'm like, we need more. We need more people like this. Yeah. You know, not not the experiences they went through, but more people like this who are strong enough to actually take in all this pain that everybody has around her. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, that was the only one thing. Other than that, I mean, I, I believe the, the documentary was 
an awesome uh, watch, and I encourage people to definitely watch it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot too. I think maybe maybe that's what it's meant to do, right? Don't not give you too much, just give you a taste. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think maybe at this point he's done so many things. Because that's what I, I I caught myself too. I was like, oh, I want to know more about Tony Robbins, the guy, right? I, but I also feel like I. I feel like I don't know Tony Robbins. I know Tony Robbins that he wants you to know. Yeah. If that makes sense. The mm-hmm. brand name that he's created. Mm-hmm. That was what I got out of that documentary. But I, I still enjoyed it, definitely, and 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 how it how it focused more so on the seminar itself. Because I think his, his body of work is so large now that a documentary on who is Tony Robbins is kind of, it's probably already been done. I'm sure there's several of them and books out there as well. Probably, yeah. Yeah, so I am... I don't think it was focused on that, but it took me a minute to to get that as well. I think it's because of the preconceived notion that we're going into it watching a Tony Robbins documentary. Mm -hmm. And you get less of Tony Robbins and more of everybody else around Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect either. Yeah. For me, it was was a little bit of a different take um, because I have been going to seminars most of my life. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it just... It brought back a flood of memories of my own experiences and, and what I've seen. And those stories, like like the one that you just shared, Sam, I know so many stories of, of people like that. And that happens. You go to a seminar and, and really that's what it is. And those are the people who, it's, it's interesting. I would say 95% of the people who go to a seminar don't speak up or share and because of that they don't get anything from it mm-hmm. you want to talk about that girl who do you think had one of the biggest breakthroughs mm-hmm. that girl yeah, yeah. and Definitely. what does she talk about uh, underage sex growing up in a cult a suicide yeah and if she can bring up those things how come i can't talk about my shortcomings and they're so powerful and there's so much confidentiality like when you go there, you're reminded constantly, don't talk to people about what you're about to experience. Mm-hmm. And it's there's kind of two reasons. One, you don't want to rob someone else of that experience. So mm-hmm. if I go to a seminar and I tell Kyle, you've got to go to a seminar, here's all the things that you're going to co- cover and come up with. And then when he goes, he's, he's already changed his mind. It's, it's not the same Kyle going into mm-hmm. it. He's not going in with a blank slate. Now all of a sudden he's like, oh, okay, I remember. It's like telling somebody about. about a movie before you see it. Yeah. 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 And the other thing is you just don't know who's in the audience. I've been to seminars that have had celebrities in them. Yeah. Um, and I can't I can't even share with you guys like who some of the celebrities are that I've met mm-hmm. because of that confidentiality. And we'll always share that bond. And you you break down and you break through and you just embrace people. Like I've I remember one of the seminars I went to at the very last day there's this there's this Man, um, Lee. I'm always going to remember him. Lee from, uh, wow. Never mind. I'm not going to tell you where from because. Yeah, I was going to say, hold yeah. on a second. Wow. Okay. Where's so, that confidentiality? All right. <laughs> so much confidentiality. So I wasn't going to stop him. Yeah. I know. I was, I was wanting to know yeah. too. Let's <laughs> cut that part out. Um, but there's, on, this, there's, this, uh, there's this guy there, an, an older gentleman. And I don't know what it was about him. And at the end of the seminar, this week-long seminar, I walked up to him and I was like, I haven't had the opportunity to work with you yet. And there's probably, I think about, it was a smaller one, maybe 70, 80 people or so. 
Mm. And, um, well, no, I think it was like 150. And, um, and after this week, I walked up to him. I was like, I didn't get a chance to work with you, but I just wanted to thank you because you've touched my life. And I was like, may I give you a hug? And he's like, of course. And I gave him a hug. And there was just something about it. And I broke down. I cried so hard, like, like just bawling, like not just like whimpering and, and, and little tears, but I mean, I'm just Crocodile bawling tears. and he's bawling. And we're just, here's these two men who have never even met, but have experienced something and gone through something together. And I still keep in touch with him to this day. And he continues to change my life. And I just, that's one of my greatest highlights was just that moment because it was so raw. Yeah. And it, in a weird kind of way, it was so reassuring to me that even though he didn't know who I was, he believed in me. He didn't say it. Like, there were no real words exchanged, but I just know now. You felt it. Yeah. And turns out we were on the same flight back home. Oh, really? Crazy. Um, So he's from the same area? um, He had a a connecting flight. I didn't. Um, so he flew into Seattle, and I didn't know we were on the same flight until I get to the airport, and I'm like, "Oh my God, it's you!" And he's like, "What are you doing?" You know, we share our pleasantries and and just again just hugged, and there we are again in SeaTac, just bawling like little babies. <laughs> but for for those who haven't been to a seminar, you have to go. Looking right at you, Kyle Reed. I know you. So are. on air, I'm gonna say this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there was a seminar that I wanted to attend in August, but I didn't because I want Kyle to experience it with me. Um, it's a seminar by uh, Jack Canfield, one of my favorite personal development authors. It will be in April uh, in Arizona. So Kyle, on air, I'm asking you right now, are you in? I thought you already told me I was in. So you're in? Sure. I want you to say, yes, I'm in. Oh, man. April, Arizona. Jack Canfield. Can I just come along? No. I want to go golfing. You can't just go to Arizona. No, it's not a golf trip. (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) Yes, I'm in. Yes. (laughs) Damn, I have to cut that out. (laughs) Excellent. So I was thinking that, though, when I was watching this as well. Right. So because I don't know what to expect. So the the same things that we talk about encapsulate me. Fear, discomfort, Mm. unsure. Um, and all these other emotions, right? So when as I'm watching this, I'm wondering if it's going to be like that. As oh well. yeah. So so. I I thought some of those things as well. So as it brought memories for you, it brought more questions for me, because I haven't been to one. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I one of the biggest things I pulled from this, and I, I just wrote this down because I know we're probably going to wrap up pretty soon here, um, is the word blame. Mm-hmm. And the way that he used it yeah. during a seminar. Yeah, yeah. I remember that part. So one of the things that people say a lot of times is let it go. Mm-hmm. Let go of things, right? Mm-hmm. How? How do you let go of things? How do you let go of something that you are blaming someone for? Or hold, um, <clears throat> you that you may have um, anger towards someone or hate or frustration or resentment or whatever that is. It's because you're blaming something on them. Uh And people say, let it go. That never fucking works. How do you let that go? Because no one tells you how or what to do or 
or how you can find it within yourself to let that go. One thing that Tony Robbins did that I really, really liked was he says, that's fine. Blame him. He's a he's an asshole for that. Yep. But you also better blame him for all the good shit he's done, too. Exactly. So with that, you don't have to think about how do I let go? How do I just forget that things these things happen to me? How do I just accept them? Because I feel slighted. I feel wronged, right? I feel resentful and all these other emotions. But if you if you flip the script and you take that same blame and fault that you're throwing on the negative and throw it on the positive, it balances things out. And we talk about balance being um, causing friction, but I think it'd be a good, and, and especially in this case, because you don't have to worry about letting go of those things. Mm-hmm. But you can now balance them with all the good things. So he, he mentioned to one of the, the young girls there is, she was uh, frustrated with her dad. She said, you you better call him and blame him for all the good shit that he's done for you, for, for making you feel like you were perfect and you and you deserve this and you deserve that and all these other things. So mm-hmm. um, I think that was one thing that I took away a lot from it because especially when you talk about that, like how do you just let go of things? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Powerful uh, section. I remember that. Yeah. She did actually end up calling him, and they kind of reconcile uh, reconcile their uh, their differences and yes and stuff like that. So yes, yeah, it's powerful, man. Yeah, yeah, and they still and they still talk to that day. Uh, so yeah, very very powerful, very very powerful uh, section to me. And I took that away. Right is blame. We we make it as it's such a bad thing, and in which it is. I agree. You shouldn't cast blame on others, but if you do. It's much easier to say, hey, blame that person for all the good that they've caused you as well, not just the bad, not just the negative. Yeah. Instead of just saying, oh, just let go of it. Just forget about it. Just move on. Yeah. How? So that was, I got a lot from that. I thought that was a good, a good uh, segment in the documentary. And I know you're, you're getting ready to wrap up, but again, I just want to please watch this video. It's, it's very impactful. It's very powerful. Set time aside. This isn't just like a normal movie that you're going to watch. No. You know, it's not like, okay, let's grab some popcorn and some gummy bears. This is homework, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so, Kyle, you've gone to some seminars before, and, and you know how exhausting these things can be just mentally. Um, you're yeah. just drained at the end. Uh, They're not motivating. Yeah. You feel zapped. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, this kind of being your first, like, dive into it, mm-hmm. movie gets done. Yeah, and you're sitting there, and you've got just some self reflection going on. What were some of your thoughts with this kind of being your first like introduction into this world? Um, my my initial thought was, um, I need to call my parents. Like I like a lot of the things that he was, a lot of the stuff that goes on in these seminars, made me reflect, or just watching it made me reflect on my past, like the things that I've done, and the most important people that were helping me throughout um, throughout my, my life, uh, which were my parents. So luckily today was my mom's birthday. So I ended up calling her and just telling her happy birthday and stuff like that. And I told them about the, uh, I told them about this and I wanted them to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely had a, a positive um, effect on me, um, but I still do have a lot of questions. You know, I feel, I feel like I, I, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I can commit to actually going to a seminar, mm-hmm. 
Um, What's holding you back? Um, Let's have a seminar on air. Huh? Let's have yeah. a seminar on air. You want to do this, Kyle? <laughs> Done. Jeez. What's holding you back? Um, the biggest thing is opening myself up. I've been I've been closed a lot. Uh, the last I would say probably the last ten years I've been I've been fairly closed uh, with certain aspects of my life and things that have happened. I I never brought them out, and I've never thought about bringing them out until uh, I watched I watched something like this, you know. And it made me think about like not only am I going through these situations and having these problems, these issues. I mean, everybody goes through it. You know, it's just a matter of how somebody will actually deal with it. So it it definitely opened up my eyes, but I'm still kind of I'm still kind of reserved on on actually going to one. Yeah. So just closed. Mm-hmm. Fear. Yeah, I was gonna say, where do you think that comes from? Because that's I think the natural progression is we we just ask another question. So I feel. I don't want to go because I feel closed off. Why do I feel closed off? I feel closed off because I'm afraid. I'm afraid because if people know who I am, they won't accept me. Or not accept me, but judge me. Okay. I'm I'm pretty outgoing and, and you know, I'm okay. I, I do pretty well, like, getting to know new people and things like that. But um, in the back of my head, sometimes I do feel like people do judge me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm different in a way, or maybe I'm, I come from a different background. No, I think it could be any or everything, you know. But I think that's a common thought for a lot of people, right? I've, I, I believe I've felt the same way in a lot of situations. I think with me, I don't know if I would say I focus on the word judgment for myself personally. I think with me it would be acceptance. That oh, was okay. my fear for a, a lack of acceptance. Oh, okay. Um, and I think that goes back for me a long time. And that can be a whole nother conversation, a series of podcasts <laughs> that we could definitely get into at another time. But um, it's good to scratch the surface. It is. It's scary, though. I it can, is. I hear it in your voice right now. Yeah, it's, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. I hear the nerves in your voice. Yeah. Well, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, I committed... I'm pretty nervous about it because I said it on air right now, so shit's real. <laughs> My first thought is, shit, it's probably expensive <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Tony Robbins is fucking five racks. <laughs> and he's the good one. Fuck, man. I hope this is 2,500, two, two racks or something. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it right now. Stop playing, Roy. What'd you get me into, man? Plus, there's the flight, the food, the hotel. Man, you better. I'm driving a Prius. From <laughs> <laughs> Seattle to Arizona. Hell yeah. Y'all better have a lot of Taco Bell or a lot of uh, man, we Jack in a Box tacos food. ready. Beating cup of noodles. Wait till I show stuff. you the resort, though. Oh, you've seen the pictures of the resort. Where it's at? No. Oh, it's gorgeous. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So people go there. I mean, it's, it's kind of like this six days straight up. Everything's all lined up. You stay at the hotel. Um, what do they call it? Not seminars, but they have, um, they break out into little groups. Breakout group. Breakout, breakout groups, sessions. Sessions, stuff, sessions. Yeah. 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 And then it's not necessarily the person specifically that's going to be walking you through the whole process. It's some of his 
Oh, you like gurus? Kind of looking for like the anatomy of a seminar? Yeah, yeah. So you get together collectively um, three, four times. Because I'm not the only person that probably don't even know what a seminar is. You know what I'm saying? So you'll collectively get together multiple times throughout the day. You know, there's the big opening session at at the very beginning and then the closing session at the very end of the week. But you get together um, and then because you're you're dealing with multiple hundreds of people, uh, you're going to have smaller groups. Mm-hmm. And in those smaller groups, you're talking about maybe five to ten people. And uh, that's really where you have your greatest breakthroughs. Um, okay. So some of them rotate to where you have different – some exercises you have different groups members. Okay. So you're not always in the same group. But you have your overall arching support group. And you guys are the ones who will end up being the best of friends um, because you spend so much time with them. I've – there strength there are people out there that I haven't seen in four or five years that know very intimate things about me that some of my best friends don't. Gotcha. Because it's just such a different environment when you're there. Um, and definitely the, the more open you are, the more you're gonna gain from it. And so it's not just the collective group. So during these sessions, it's not like Tony Robbins is up there for a week straight. Right. Right. Speaking. There's Where'd tons of different out? breakout sessions and, okay. and group work and I think I feel a little bit more comfortable now, like after you explained that. And I thought about this. You, you did say the word um, discretion and, and confidentiality. Yeah. Right. So something like oh, that yeah. actually kind of like, okay, cool. I'm, I think I'm okay with it's, that. It's a safe environment. Did you see how accepting all these people were on? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was fascinating, right? So yeah. I think maybe... Um, it's, the, a, it's, it's unorthodox and it's abstract. Exactly. But I think that your particular fear, which at, at points is mine as well, um, I think at that point becomes null and void because of yeah. the atmosphere that you're in. In life, in the real world, I think that's probably a valid fear. Your shield is up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I could definitely see that. It gets broken down during yep. these sessions and... Something like this, and the people that are there are accepting of it, right? They're not they're not judgmental of those things. They're they're accepting of them, and they're um, open minded about them. So yeah. Before we get too much into the weeds, I know it's time to wrap up pretty quick here because we've gone a little bit long. Um, so Sam committed as well. Sam will be there with Rohit and I, in April. <laughs> you in? I'll think about it. All right. It's boys. only about five G's. For the hotel and the flight and stuff. Damn. Only? Yeah. <laughs> Only? I Okay, this is me speaking. I guarantee you, by just attending the seminar, in April, you will make more than $5,000 more in 2017 than you did in 2016 Ooh. by just attending this. Challenge accepted? Yeah. If not... No. I give you my word. I'll I'll refund everything to you guys. Ooh, you heard that. I'm saying that on air. First. Oh, snap. So I better make a whole bunch of money. That's how much. Yeah, yeah. That's how much I believe in Jack Canfield. You better re-rack. Racks on racks on racks. (laughs) So uh, with that being said, thanks, guys, for listening today. I know um, the temperature of the podcast this week, if you will, was that of a little bit... um, a little warm, little yeah, a little a little down, right? Because we we started off with some uh, with some sad news about a family member of ours, yeah. right? Um, mm-hmm. So we we 
we wish him well. Prayers for the family and for Amit. Definitely. And, um, and uh, I'm really at a loss for words, right? I mean, you know, what What can you say, right? A lot of times I feel like we search for something to say that can be uh, equally comforting and inspiring. Um, those words don't exist uh, at a time like this. So all I can do is just be there for that person. So Amit, we're here for you. We love, love you. you, man. Uh, if you need anything, let us know. And uh, I'm going to sign off today with the usual. Um, all of our social media stuff. So <laughs> Roy, hit that book. Bro, we, we're going to post that book. We're also going to post links to the uh, to the Jack Canfield seminar in April that's in Arizona. He's not listening to me. 1995. 1995. Is nice. how old this book is. Dope. 21 years old. Oh, sorry. Old. Sorry. 91. Oh, even older. 25 years old. Yeah. That 91. Book, that book is a quote of century. So we're also going to post links to the Jack Canfield seminar that Rohit has convinced me to commit to. He didn't do much convincing, though, I guess. I guess you need to convince myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sam's going to think about it. I'm he's, on the edge, He's going to start slinging dope so you can pay for it. Yeah. Y'all got to come to me, man, so I can go to the seminar. <laughs> yep. We go for all s- your cocaine needs, yeah. email <laughs> Sam at com. It's got all the white, girl. Wait. China. China. Uh, we're going to start a GoFundMe to get Sam there. Hey, if y'all can rack up five G's for your boy, I'll go. Man, you better go playing. I'm not kidding. I can't Go fund Kickstart me. Uh, what else is there? Facebook me. I don't know, man. We kickstarting you right now. No, you, now you're just kicking me. There's well, a difference. Up, not down. Yeah, well, that's true. I still need the racks. Facebook.com slash get your shit together. Or GY, sorry. <laughs> Facebook.com slash well, this GYST. Well, this one fast. Podcast.com. Dot com dot com. <laughs> Instagram.com slash GYSD podcast. Twitter.com slash GYSD podcast. And Rohit's favorite. Pinterest. Pinterest. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going mm. to say it. It's Pinterest. I'm Pinterest. Um, so, everyone, please go out and check that out. Just really take a look at it, as Rohit mentioned. It, I, think it's, I think it was a really awesome documentary. Um, go into it not expecting to hear a ton about Tony Robbins himself, but about the seminar. Um, Date with Destiny that he puts together every year. I think it was. I think it was great. Uh, a great. A great watch. Um, watch it a couple times. Um, take a moment. Give us some feedback. Leave it on iTunes. Leave it on Stitcher. And most importantly, check out our website for the links that we're going to post up soon. So, the Get Your Shit Together podcast crew signing off. Gystpodcast.com. Take it away, Robin. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.